Hello and happy Monday, everyone. Um, I am mixing things up a little bit with my email list. So from now on, or, you know, we'll see how it goes. But from now on, I'm going to be sending out some video messages to you. Uh, rather than writing up a lot of words that I've been thinking, sending you blog posts, those sorts of things, I'm going to be taking all of that content that I'll still be creating um, over time and turning it into shorter podcast type updates and um, you know thoughts and and different ways that I can share information with you all. So today is the first day of that. I know that many of us have inboxes that are just absolutely overflowing with updates and drip campaigns and weekly or monthly newsletters. And while I still think that this is a really great way for all of us to connect, I know that sometimes it's easier to listen. It's easier to, you know, stick in your headphones, listen to something while you're cleaning up your office or taking a walk or maybe just taking a quick break from whatever it is you're doing during the day. And so I really wanted to make sure that the information that I'm putting out there, the content that I'm creating for you all is more accessible. So feel free to, you know, shut down the video on this. You can walk away from your device and just listen. There is no need to watch. There's no need to be really focused. I'm just here to share some of my thoughts with you this Monday morning or whenever it is that you're listening to this. Part of the reason I wanted to start off today is because over the last two months, as I've shared a little bit on social media and a little bit in my email threads, I have been working with a business coach uh, turned colleague and business partner to really define why I'm here in this world, right? Which is a very tall order, I must say. Um, but it's been two months of really diving deep into who I am, what my personal mission in life is, and what the values are that go along with that. Now, I've done different values activities over the years, particularly in the last year, and I've come up with different words that are values of mine. I've really taken a dive into strengths. Um, as most of you know, I'm really into Gallup Strengths Finder. Um, but this was different. This was really how do I get to the core of how I show up, why I show up, what it is that I want to do, and ultimately from that figure out what is the work that I can't not do, which is what Charlie specializes in, helping people find the work that they can't not do. And so I wanted to share some of that with you today, and I'm going to be sharing more in depth on this topic over the next several weeks. But just to start off with, I wanted to give a high level overview of what I came up with over the last couple of months. So the way that this works with Charlie is we typically work together toward, I don't wanna say goal, but in the direction of figuring out kind of this, um, this purpose. Right. And it's typically a little phrase that people come up with. And that's sort of what their purpose is in life and in work. And so the phrase that we came up with, that I came up with for 
you know, why I'm here, why I do what I do, um, and, and what really pertains to the work that I can't not do is, drum roll, <laughs> imperfect people change the world. This is something that I believe so deeply to my core. And it's something that I wanna talk a little bit about on its own in the coming weeks. But at its core, at the very base level, it's this idea that A, there's two sides to this. A, you do not have to be perfect in order to bring about change. Whether that's in your personal life, in your relationships, in your home, your work, your city, your world. Perfection is not a prerequisite for creating a difference, creating lasting change, making a difference, whatever it is that you want to, however you want to define that. The other side of that is that imperfect people change the world, sometimes for good and sometimes not. We are all imperfect. The results of our work will probably also be imperfect. It's important that we all recognize this and can really embody this because at the end of the day, someone may do something extremely valiant or may make a significant impact on the world or make a big change. And I'm talking like major scale, you know, names that we learn about in history, that sort of thing. But those people were also people which means that they also made mistakes. They maybe weren't the perfect partner to whomever they were with. They maybe weren't always nice, right? It's important for us to start to understand this concept of imperfect people changing the world because no one is ever going to meet every standard that we lay out for them. And that doesn't mean that the offering that they gave to us that the impact that they made is unimportant. It doesn't mean that you have to love every single thing about every single person who makes a change in the world. That's what constructive criticism is. That's what, you know, being critical of people in the positive sense, which is I maybe don't agree with everything that you say or everything that you do, but I can agree that this impact that you had was important. And that this thing that you did or created or taught was important, is important. And so that is really the premise of all of the work that I'll be doing from here on out. It's really at the core of my coaching work is helping people to identify, you know, the vision that they have for their lives, knowing that they as imperfect people will probably weave and bob on their way toward that vision. And so underneath this umbrella of imperfect people change the world, which again, I'll be discussing in more in depth uh, in future messages like this that I send to you all. There are also these core values that I've pulled out as they relate to my life, to my work, to the way that I interact with people, to the way that I show up. Um, all of these things kind of create this structure for how I pursue this belief of imperfect people changing the world. 
And so I wanted to share those with you all. Again, I will dive deeper into them in future episodes, future uh, conversations that I have with you all. But the first one is around understanding oneself. I believe that it's important to understand the self. This is important for you as becoming a whole person. It's important in leadership and being able to recognize your strengths, your challenges, where you excel, where you don't. It's important in relationships to be able to communicate your needs, your expectations, and your boundaries. It's also a sense of security, right? Like knowing who you are and how you show up and what your needs are and what your boundaries are, it creates this container for yourself. It creates a sense of security. It's also important in understanding yourself to be able to change your mind. This is something that I'll dive deeper into in, in later conversations, but understanding yourself allows you to understand where your limitations are. It allows you to understand where your biases are. It allows you to see other opinions, other ideas, other ways of being with curiosity rather than judgment. It's also important to understand yourself because it allows you to better understand others, right? You can see differences, you can see similarities, you can accept and respect those differences and similarities in a way that doesn't feel competitive or judgmental. The second value is everyone needs a cheerleader. So I pride myself in being people's cheerleader. I love to share about people's new ideas and their businesses. I love to connect people and be like, oh my gosh, you need this thing. I have exactly the right person for you. I love sharing about missions that I believe in and getting people bought into bigger ideas. And I really just believe that everyone needs that person in their life. I need that person in my life. <laughs> and while I love to be that person for other people, I've also had to do a lot of work around recognizing that I too need a cheerleader or multiple cheerleaders. Because it's not just about ego and vanity and that sort of thing. It's truly about support. It's about people seeing you in a way that you can't always see yourself. It's about amplification, right? Because good ideas need to be amplified. It's about, you know, what can I carry for you? How can I support you? What, you know, what forms of generosity are going to actually be beneficial to you rather than just spewing random supports willy-nilly? I truly, truly believe that everyone needs a cheerleader. And part of the, of the flip side of that is being able to accept that cheerleading and that support when it is presented to you. The third value that I have is around this idea of being a whole, of the whole human. Um, and this shows up in work, in life, in relationships. It's about understanding the light side and the dark side of every person. It's about kinship. It's about cultivating vitality uh, within ourselves and within other people and understanding that work does not always do that for us. And what are the things that we need to supplement in to the rest of our time, to the rest of our lives in order to create this whole human experience? 
it's in work about understanding people's strengths, understanding your own strengths, understanding what you don't possess strengths in. Being a leader, being a whole human showing up to work means that you know you can't do everything. You know that you are not good at everything. And that's okay. It is what it is. You learn to find the people that support you in becoming a whole human and in expressing yourself as your whole self. The third value or fourth value, sorry, for me is very close to my heart and one that I have been working on and dealing with for a long time. And that is witness the work, know the worth. This one shows up more in a work environment, I would say, than it does in life, but it is still a value that I use in my relationships, particularly when I have expressed a concern or a need, and it gives me the ability to recognize when someone is trying, when someone is working toward being more of what I need even if it's not perfect, right? Because imperfect people change the world. Even if it's not perfect, even if it's not exactly what I needed or what I wanted, it gives me that discernment to say, okay, but this person really has given an effort. I know what that effort is worth. I can see how much it is changing them, changing me, changing our relationship and dynamic, even if it wasn't exactly what I was going for. This more so shows up in work and leadership and management and something that I am extremely passionate about, which is, you know, you lay out expectations for people, you set goals, you have structures, you have systems, all of that kind of stuff. Not everyone is going to operate perfectly in that environment. And even if they do operate perfectly in that environment, there's still going to be struggle involved. And one of the fastest ways to break someone, one of the fastest ways to lose a good coworker or employee or leader is to not recognize the work that has been done, even when it wasn't enough, even when it wasn't perfect, even when at the end of the day, we would have liked to see more. It's important for us to do this because it, it provides recognition and validation for work that's been done. It provides this I see you, I see how you're doing, I see what you're doing, I see you, and I know that you're showing up, even if it's imperfect. It's about recognizing that a human being is more than their goal. <laughs> they are more than this number we've set out on the piece of paper. They're more than this accomplishment that we are hoping that they will achieve. They are more than that. It's not just about the end result. I can't wait to dive into work that revolves around this particular value, along with the whole human and the cheerleader. I can't wait to work with leaders to really learn how to embrace this, these beliefs and this way of leading, of being, of working. My final value is one that it just kind of gives me the warm fuzzies. It is such an explanation of who I am as a person and what I want to see in the world. And that is be in awe of everything. Sam always teases me because I have a thousand pictures of sunrises and sunsets on my phone or in my cloud. 
And that's because every single one is glorious. <laughs> every single one is beautiful to me. And I, I can't not look at something like that and be in awe. I can't not look at Sam, at Gilbert, at our home, at my life and not be in awe. Partially it's just because it's who I am, but partially it's my gratitude practice. I, it has allowed me not only to feel grateful for the life that I live and the things that I have and the person that I am, but it also allows me this space to see people or things or whatever that I may disagree with through this lens of curiosity. In practicing this idea of being in awe of everything, I have developed the skills and the ability to look at challenging things with curiosity rather than judgment. Awe gives you that skill. Being in awe helps you find compromise. It helps you find balance. It helps you be empathetic and understand someone else or someone else's situation. It helps you to appreciate diversity of experience because we're not all going to experience the same things. We're not all going to appreciate the same things. We're not all going to like the same things. But if you can be in awe of someone's culture, of someone's religion, of someone's work ethic, of someone's job, right? Sam and I have wildly different careers. <laughs> it could not be more opposite, I don't think, if we tried. I am in awe every day of the work that he does. Would I ever sign up to do it? Absolutely not. No way, shape, or form. But I can be in awe of the way that he shows up. I can be in awe of what his work does for society, good, bad, and different. I can be in awe of how he leads and how he plans and how he communicates, even if it's all things that I could never do or would never want to do or wouldn't want to be in that way. Being in awe of everything gives you this ability to be calm, this ability to ride out storms and not get caught up in emotion when things are hard because it gives you that strength and that, that practice of seeing things from all sides, appreciating the root cause of something that might be happening. And to me, that is the basis of how I live and how I operate and how I connect with others. And that's, that's it. Those are, those are my, that's my overarching idea about life that imperfect people change the world. My values of understanding self, everyone needs a cheerleader, the importance of whole human recognition and being witnessing the work, knowing its worth, and ultimately living and being in awe of everything. And all of this for me leads into my work of helping people, organizations, leaders create and live a life that they want to live, be in an environment that they want to be in, work in a workspace that works for them. So, that is all for this week. I just wanted to share 
where I'm at and what I'm doing. And with all of this comes some changes in my offerings for coaching. I'm now going to be focusing more on deep dive coaching work where we spend a full day together or two half days rather than just the one hour sessions over a long period of time. Those are still available. But for me, I find that most of my clients have been getting a lot of their value out of our first couple of sessions together. And often in those first couple of sessions, we could have used a couple more hours. And so I'm really excited to kind of shift the way that I'm spending time with people, the way that I'm helping individuals, you know, identify their vision and start to work towards the lives that they want to live, the work that they want to do. I, I genuinely can't wait to start doing that with people. And if any of you are interested in that, as always, you know where to find me. Um, there's a lot of technical updates happening with websites and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, you heard from me a couple of weeks ago about the transition from Talent Hack to Recess. I'm not even sure I'll be using Recess long-term, but for the time being, that is where a lot of my coaching stuff um, and upcoming yoga classes and things like that will live until I finalize my website and getting that all laid out. Like I mentioned, I'm going to be talking through some of my values over the next couple of weeks in videos like this. I'm also going to be sharing a little bit more about the venture that I'm co-creating with my two new business partners um, that is more geared toward organizations than it is toward individuals, but still might be something really valuable for you and your team, um, you and your organization, or if you're looking to build something new on your own, it might be useful for that. So more to come in that arena. Happy March uh, depending on when you're listening to this, if it's still February, it's almost March. We're almost there. Um, and I will be back here with you all next week. Have a great one.